The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown! 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 Georgia! Now, here are your host, two-time All-American punter, Drew Butler. Drew Butler, leader in the country in punts 49-plus. See if he booms this one. He does. Wow! And Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, and SEC championship winning quarterback, Jake Fromm. Clean flicker to get the night started. Downfield looking for Godwin. Into his hands. And guess which door? Now, with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Dogs are winners. A national championship for a new generation of Bulldogs. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. Welcome in to the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Jake From. Be sure to follow us on social media at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. He is at From Jake. Be sure to check out puntandpass.com the number one destination for all things college football. Jake, we have so much to get to, a pretty good slate of games here in week three as well. We got a little taste of some fall weather in the Atlanta and Athens area. How are you doing? Man, doing great. Talk to me about the weather. The last two mornings have been unbelievable waking up. It's been great outside. Man, just get you ready for college football. No doubt, dude. Get you ready for college football. That's a fact. Is this like the false fall that we're always <laughs> accustomed to here in Georgia? 90 degrees is probably going to happen next week, right? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I saw a tweet, and it's like the 12 seasons of, uh, of yeah, Georgia. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah, and we're in the false fall right now before the second summer, so enjoy it while we can. It's going to get hot again. I hate it, but it is what it is. No doubt, no doubt. We are going to be seeing consistent fall weather here in just a little bit, but it does get you excited. You know what else gets you excited? This episode of Punt and Pass being presented by our awesome partners over at Prize Picks. That's right. Go to prizepicks.com, download the Prize Picks app right now if you haven't already. And first time depositors, we have a gift for you. Use the promo code PUNT, P U N T, PUNT, and you get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. So you put $100 in, they give you an extra $100. Use the promo code PUNT. Prize Picks is simply the best daily fantasy game available right now. College football, Major League Baseball, English Premier League Soccer, NFL, of course, anything and everything. And you can do cross-sport entries, too. There is so much action on the weekends now. It's the best time of year. And I absolutely love getting down with some prize picks. You can win up to 10 times your money in one day. And payouts are instant. That's the best thing about it. Deposit now. Use the promo code PUNT. Download the prize picks app and start playing Today, we'll get to Jake Fromm's QB-only entry of the week in just a little bit. Shout-out, major shout-out to Price Picks. We absolutely love those guys. All right, we got so much to get to, so let's jump right into three and out. Two weeks, two and a half weeks, if you want to count. Week zero, Jake, are in the books. I'm going to put you on the spot. 
first down. What is your biggest surprise through the first two weeks of the season? And here I'm going to put you on the spot even more. I want your top three surprises in no order. Could be good. Could be bad. I think there's a lot of different ways to go here, but I'm going to start with my man, Jake from biggest surprises of the 2022 season so far. All right. So this was tough. You, You sent me this and man, I rattled with this all day. What is the biggest surprise? I tell you, as a Georgia fan, the biggest pleasant surprise has been Georgia's continued dominance. Okay. I like, that. you know, I, I just, you know, coming off last year, we thought, you know, possibly a one hit wonder coming back at Oregon dominant Sanford dominant got a test this weekend going to continue to be dominant. Number two I think there's just question marks around Alabama. Yeah. They didn't go into Texas. They didn't dominate. And what are they going to be throughout the year? What is their identity? Bryce Young hasn't thrown for the yardage that he's thrown for, not having the same success on offense. We'll get, maybe get to that later. And then number three, I think the two disappointments that I see are Texas A&M and Notre Dame. One, I didn't, yeah. think, I didn't think Notre Dame was going to be great. But Texas A&M had a lot riding. Oh, this is the year. This is the year. They're really going to make a push for the SEC West. After two not-so-great games and then a loss to App State, not looking pretty. Notre Dame still winless under Marcus Freeman. Not looking good. So you have to pick one of those because I'm obviously going to take either Texas A&M or Notre Dame. So don't take it off my board. Of course, okay. we could share. I'm not, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to put th- you – I'm going to put a little pressure on you. Biggest surprise, and I think the biggest disappointment, I'm going to stay in the SEC and say Texas A&M. Yeah. Because just me personally, I said this has got to be a make or break. They got to make a run for it or they don't, and I just don't see it happening. All right. I I like that. To recap, biggest surprises for Jake from one, Georgia's continued dominance. I mean, no question marks whatsoever. Three points allowed through the first two weeks. Absolutely crushing Oregon in the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. And then yet another shutout in the Kirby Smart era against Samford. A lot of questions around Alabama is number two. Uh, Yes, there are. Of course, little cupcake start with Utah State. Then they have a true test at Texas, but we'll get to that. A lot of questions in that Texas game. And then Texas A&M, I mean, all the hype, all the expectations, all the money, all the recruits. This is the year. And man, they dropped the ball big time against App State. So good list, Jake, man. You're in the lab today. I really, really respect that. All right. My number one surprise. And look, you can go around, up, down, around, circular. It's a circle. I'm going to go with Alabama's offensive line, number one. Mm, okay. Can't really run the ball that well. We saw yeah. Texas stifle him. Bryce Young not getting a lot of protection in the pocket. He had to get on his feet, get outside of the get pocket, down. and extend plays just to save the day against Texas. So Alabama's offensive line is something that we're so accustomed to seeing, give the quarterback a lot of time, establish the run game early. I think their lack of dominance – Alabama's offensive line is my biggest surprise. I like it. Number one. Two, Nebraska. I mean, come on. Scott Frost had to make a bunch of new hires in the offseason to save his own butt. That's right. Going back with a little butt shout out. Mm. And it didn't work. Oh, two losses, excuse me. One and two to start the season. Losing to Georgia Southern at home. The in-game decisions against Northwestern in Ireland. He's fired. Number two biggest surprise, Nebraska. Scott Frost getting fired in the first three weeks. Yikes. He's $15 million mm, richer, yeah. so we will not feel bad for him. Put our tinfoil hat on. Yeah, tinfoil hat. <laughs> we think he might have done that on purpose. And then lastly, 
I'm really surprised by Jordan Travis at Florida State. Uh, Florida yeah. State with a big win in week yeah. two for them, week one of the season. Uh, they're looking pretty good in the ACC. If you give a quarterback a lot of confidence like Jordan Travis, uh, watch out. Mike Norvell is known for having pretty explosive offenses. So Florida State, in a good way, has been one of my biggest surprises of the season through two weeks. So Jordan Travis, Florida State, a little shout out to the Seminoles right there. But those are my three biggest surprises okay. thus far. Good first down, Jake. Yeah, I, like I thought it was good. Yeah, like good work. Good work, team. All right, second down. We can touch on this quickly because I might mix in a fork down here. We have one uh-huh. thing that I, I it broke right before we were going to start recording. Um, Bobby Petrino returning to Fayetteville, Arkansas this weekend. I am going to be tuned in to see what kind of reception he gets from the Arkansas fan base. As you know, uh, his ousting at Arkansas is extremely well-documented. The motorcycle, the neck brace, Mm. who was on the motorcycle Mm. with him, uh, the pictures of him at the press conference with just a mangled, mangled mug. Quite the tenure at Arkansas for Bobby Petrino with that catastrophic finish. And again, remember, he left the Atlanta Falcons in the middle of the night to take that Arkansas job. It makes me think, one, I want to see what kind of reception he gets because coming off of what Russell Wilson just had to go through on Monday Night Football as the greatest QB in Seahawks history, the person with no question about it. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, he got attacked all game long with the booze. I wonder what the Petrino uh, embrace is going to be like from the Woo Pig Suey faithful. Yeah. You know, and people forget, and myself included, going back and looking at it. He he had very good success at Arkansas. Won a lot of football oh, yeah. games. So Ryan Mallett, high yeah. scoring offenses, absolutely. Yeah, I, so they had you know a lot of success there. Uh, obviously, not a good look the way it left. Not very good. Not can you know uh, we'll we'll skip all of that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know a lot of the fans didn't want to see him go uh, because they were winning. They like winning. Winning solves a lot of issues. A lot covers, of issues covers up a lot of things, but. Could not cover up that. We'll see when he comes back and see how the game goes. No question. It made me think, is there anyone, any coach, and I think there will be some, with as much baggage as Petrino? Uh, One one name that came up to me, but he's really fixed his image is Lane Kiffin. I mean, Lane Kiffin had a ton of baggage, and now he seems to be a pretty solid coach. What were you thinking? Yeah, I... I I, You know, I don't want to get... Give me one. I know you're you're thinking about it. Give me one. uh, Just a few of the scandals... Uh, recent history. Uh, I just honestly, I hate even bringing this up. I feel gross bringing this up. But the the whole Sandusky situation at Penn State. Oh God! <laughs> I just, I know, I just, I, yeah. I, you know, I, yeah. I feel gross even bringing it up. But uh, that was that was a pretty big scandal. I had the huge that was stuff a- at, at Ole Miss, and then had the Art Briles situation at Baylor. So yeah, there, there there's a few. Um, Our brows, Hugh Freeze. Yep. I have to say, through six seasons of punt and pass, I think that's the first Sandusky reference that we've had. So, gosh, I did not appreciate that. Man, I was thinking gosh, Urban I'm Meyer. So sorry. You know, Urban Meyer, if he were to have get back to in ha- coaching, have I mean, to have him come on, on the list. now. That's absolutely have to have crazy. Him on the list. They need a, they, you know, it, this this gets sent out on, on Twitter all the time, but they definitely need a 30 for 30 on the 2006 to 7, 08 Florida Gators. Yeah. What an insane just character of a roster of, of players and then coach Urban Meyer. Well, it'd be great. Great TV. Yeah, that would be great TV. I don't know if I've told this story before, but uh, it was 2010. So the 2009 
Walter Camp All-American team. You get brought up to New Haven, Connecticut for a big gala weekend. It's awesome. Uh, Coach of the year, player of the year. The teams go up there. Former All-Americans are up there. It's at Yale University. It is truly a spectacular weekend and celebration of football. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be on the 2009, which seems like many moons ago, first team All-American team. One member of that All-American team was Aaron Hernandez. Okay, so we're in New Haven, Connecticut. Aaron Hernandez is from Connecticut. I think he's from Bristol or was RIP, I think, from Bristol. Um, We're at a place called Bar. Uh, I think it was called Bar in downtown New Haven. Tim Tebow's there. Dominican Sue's there. Uh, Hernandez is obviously there. Kai Forvath, who was the kicker from UCLA. Him and I, I don't even think I was 21 at the time. You know, have the wristband on, getting free drinks, just Wearing a uh, wearing a bow tie and a tuxedo, like, hey, I'm just living the life. I'm a, a junior in college. Well, we're at this place. Somebody like bumped into Hernandez, and he went ballistic, ballistic inside the bar. We're all wearing tuxedos. We're in a roped off area. It was one of the more head scratching moments ever. Tim Tebow had to like wrangle him up, you know, bear hug him, take him out, take him back to the hotel calm him down and then when everything happened you know and all the news breaks i'm like hold on a second uh that guy had a couple of screws loose and i saw one instance in person i don't know if i've ever told that on the podcast before yeah honest to god truth that happened that was january of 2010 tebow had to restrain aaron hernandez because somebody simply bumped into the guy like like shoulder bump at a bar crowded spot we had a roped off area and it sent him into an absolute spiral. Um, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. I wonder how many just times Tebow had to just, you know, that's become a, a thirty for thirty. That's it. We need it. You know. No good. Good tip. Good TV. There. Yeah, a lot of baggage with some potential coaching candidates out there. We'll see Petrino owners return to Arkansas. But as Jake Fromm said a couple of minutes ago, winning solves a lot of things. Can certainly give you a little bit extra overhead space when you're carrying that much baggage. All right, third down. Um, This has been kind of a repeated trend throughout the week, but I got to ask you about Kirby Smart's mentality recently. Uh, Love the way he's talking to the media. Love the way he's kind of setting the standard, not only for his players, but for his staff. And then I think what Kirby does a phenomenal job of is what he says repeatedly. The fan base starts believing in it and they start repeating it. And it's like this collective all in effort. Some of the quotes that he's continued to say leading up to this South Carolina game, nobody cares about your feelings Love that. I think that's pretty standard in football, especially at high level college football and into the NFL. Everybody's making a big deal about the heat at South Carolina. He's going, Hey, look, we practice in the heat too. It actually wasn't hot enough for us this summer. And he adds our guys actually like going on the road and playing in the sec. I love that. And then Eric Gilbert getting limited reps in the first two games. Kirby goes, look, it's about his performance. It has nothing to do with Brock. It has nothing to do with Darnell Washington. It's Eric Gilbert's performance weekly in practice. So you having played with Kirby, Jake, I'd love to get your thoughts on these kind of sentiments. Yeah, I think it's completely underrated, the messaging and the themes that come from him and then filter down throughout the university and the organization uh, first thing that pops into mind, you know, was, was keep chopping, you know, something that, that came alive during my tenure there. And, uh, you know, like you said, the fans, they attach and they latch onto it and they start believing it as well. It becomes just a, a huge theme and, and a great message, uh, not just for football, but for life in general. 
uh, Coach March, uh, phenomenal at that. Going to uh, Arik, um, hey, it's, it's a coach's job to put his best players on the field. If they think, you know, Arik is is doing a good job, they're going to try to find ways to get him matchups and put him on the field. So I don't think it has anything to do with Brock or Darnell. I think those two guys are unbelievable athletes. Those guys will be first-round picks. If, if they last that long, they're definitely yeah. gone on day two. And, yeah, we'll see from there. The Heat. I don't think it's going to be that hot. Uh, it wasn't that hot. I was there. I was there all summer. It really wasn't you know, a big deal. It's a mentality. These guys are tough. They're physical. The stuff they go through the winter and the summer, these guys are really tough. They're ready to go. Do not fret. Yeah. I mean, you kind of echoed everything that I just said, and, and I love your insight. I think one of the biggest things about Kirby, and you can just tell when he talks, is that he's uh, authentic. Jake, you've been around a lot of coaching staffs. You yeah. can tell when coaches are not authentic and they're trying oh, to give yeah. you rah rah. Oh, nobody buys it just, in. It just reeks when you're not real. Just be be a real person. Uh, obviously, coaching during recruiting, uh, teammate, players doesn't matter. Just be a real, authentic person, and people will respect you. They may not like you, but they will respect you. I, I like that, and, and it's great because. <laughs> When he says stuff like nobody cares about your feelings, the fan base on Twitter, like, hell yeah, that's my coach. I don't give a shit about your feelings either. We're going to go out there and whoop up on South Carolina. I'm like, dude, I love it. Like hands in the pile. I think that's one of the things that coach smart (laughs) has done so well in his tenure at Georgia. He consistently repeats this type of messaging to where everybody buys in and it takes on a life of its own. I'm sure the shirts have already been printed of nobody cares about your feelings for everybody to wear throughout the rest of the 2022 campaign. And this leads me into my next point about Kirby, about his mentality, and about his approach. Uh, Earlier on today, of course, we're taping this on a Wednesday night, uh, Oklahoma. Georgia was supposed to go on the road to Norman, Oklahoma, to take on the Sooners in 2023. That game, per the SEC's request, has Mm -hmm. been canceled. Um, So Georgia will not be going to Norman in 2023 anymore. It's being reported that Georgia will be – playing Ball State at home on the second week of the season next year at 2023. But let me just say one thing right now. Talk to me. I highly doubt Georgia will open the season in 2023 with two cupcake opponents. Um, I highly doubt that when we get there, the schedule for Georgia in 2023 will be week one UT Martin and week two Ball State. I would Hmm. think that Kirby Smart, the athletic administration, everybody will put – their thoughts together and say, how can we get a premier power five non-conference matchup, even if it's at a neutral site? And our good buddy, the poor man at the PMGN on Twitter, said that he's hearing rumblings that it could be a soon-to-be X-Pac-10 school at Mm. a neutral site. You've seen a school like Southern Cal, USC, play Alabama in Jerry World in the AT&T kickoff classic. I would not be shocked at all if Georgia tries to make their way to Dallas, find a neutral site and a Power 5 non-conference opponent, and make the start of 2023 a little bit more exciting. You heard it here first. Mm. Shout out to the poor man at the PMGN on Twitter, as we all love here on Punt and Pass. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's certainly a possibility. Kirby ain't going to play two cupcakes to start 2023. No chance, bro. Believe me. Yeah. No, I love the insider information. That's awesome. That gets me riled up. I mean, we all want to watch crazy, awesome, good football. Yeah. We want we want the best to play the best. So however they can wheel and deal and go find whoever they think that would be, that'd be a different, you know, conference opponent. I'm all in for it. 
please go do it. That's what we want. Let's go see some good football. No doubt. Uh, being at the Chick-fil-A kickoff game two weeks ago against Oregon, that atmosphere, uh, the pageantry around the game, the fans getting excited about week one, that's what you need. And, and yeah. Kirby knows, and everybody who's who's playing these neutral site uh, non-conference games in week one knows that that really puts a feather in your cap later down on the season, win, lose, or draw. I wonder if the coaches would admit to this, and it just kind of came to me now. I wonder if it creates a sense of urgency throughout the offseason. No doubt. You know, programming, you know, and the fall camp creates a sense of urgency that, hey, we got to be ready to go. There is no cupcake game going mm. in the first one. Okay, let's get ready for the second one because you got to be ready to go on kickoff on that first game. 100% agree with you. Uh, that makes all the sense in the world. And I think yeah. that they would uh, back that as well, the coaches, yeah. of course, saying it, it changes the mentality throughout fall camp and creates that sense of urgency, which is what's needed. Yeah. Um, you know, you saw a lot of injuries in week one of the NFL. I think that's because guys aren't playing in preseason. They're not really getting the hard practice reps like our man, Dan Campbell with the lions was doing in Detroit yeah. throughout training camp. It takes, it makes you have to get into the swing of things very quickly. Yeah. I, I saw it just, you know, from being up there as well, some of the vets, it takes them just a second to get into season shape, but once they get in season shape, Usually it's fine after week four, five, six. You just, just I mean, they their bodies are so yeah. just used to it. They've done it for so long, but it takes a second to get the season shape for sure. Absolutely, um, good stuff. A lot breaking in the world of Man. college football, and it only gets better too as the season goes on. Things are just happening hour by hour, seemingly, and we'll always have you dialed in right here on Punt and Pass. We appreciate you listening. Uh, check us out on social media at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram, puntandpass.com. We also have to get to Jake Fromm's QB only entry mm. of the week on Prize Picks. That's right. Go Let's to PrizePicks.com, download the Prize Picks app, use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. And if you use that promo code and you do sign up, tweet at us. Tweet at me, at Drew Butler, tweet at Jake, at From Jake. Let us know. Maybe we'll send something your way. Look, we got a, a an all time quarterback. I know you don't want my autograph. Maybe Jake will start saying something. You know, we got some <laughs> punt and pass hats. I'll send it to you. Just prove to me that you and your friends are signing up for prize picks at prize picks, download the app, use the promo code punt. All right, Jake, you've been in the lab. It's the QB only entry of the week. We ask for three, maybe four picks. We bundle it up. We create the Jake from bet the from on it. Mm. QB only like entry it. of the week. So talk to me, partner. All right. First up, we have Will Levis at versus Youngstown state Love over it. Kentucky's quarterback. Yep. Uh, sorry, with Kentucky, I'm going to take the over. He's at 229 and a half. Uh, I think they will have their continued success on offense. Chris Rodriguez is out, running backs out. So good, good thinking there. Yep, I, I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. Uh, continued success. I think they got a ball rolling there. I think they'll keep going. They'll get hit in the face soon, but as for right now, they're going to roll in this week over 229 and a half. Love now, uh, next up we have Hendon Hooker, yep. uh, 225 and a half versus Akron. Passing Man, yards. Th- yep, over passing yards. They're throwing the ball really well right now. They're having some success. Just had a big win versus Pitt. I think this is an uh, a cupcake number right here. Akron, I think, right? Yeah, Akron. Yep. 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 I think they go in. They, they start fast. Uh, easy over right here. No big deal at all. Next up, we have the future Heisman Trophy winner, Anthony Richardson. Yes. hundred. He's already won it. <laughs> he's already won it. Uh Passing yards here, 190 and a half versus USF. Now, had a rough week. 
last week versus Kentucky. Um, completion percentage was not great. Yep. This was a tough one for me. I think he's it's just right there in the bubble. Uh, I, but I do think they need a, a, a just a, a get back week. Man, this one's tough. I'm gonna have to take the over here. Okay, Ooh. over 190 and a half. Over 90 and a half. Yep. Been. I think he's gonna be a low 200s. So I do think he will get over the 190 and a half. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Now, we have two guys left, Bryce Young and Stetson. You want to put a little fiver together? Is that what you're looking to do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to put five together. Oh, I love it. We're going to put five. We're going to put five together. Now. These two, man, this one, these two are really tough for me because Bryce Young, they have Bryce Young at 275 and a half passing yards against Louisiana Monroe versus Louisiana Monroe. Okay. But he has not thrown over 215 yards yet in a game this year. Two offensive line can't give him any protection. 213 versus Texas and 190 something in the first game. Yeah. This is what Utah, Utah State. Utah State, correct. Yep. Um, and so. Gosh, but I think even though this doesn't make sense at all, but this past Heisman winner, I think he's going to, they're going to have a big game. They got to get something rolling on offense. They're going to put all their chips in. We're going to say, hey, we need a big game on offense over Bryce Young, 275 and a half. Okay. Passing yards. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Great reasoning, too. Now we have Stetson. The mailman Bennett. The mailman. Just just take a guess. Have you, I'm sure you you've looked at it. Dude, he's at 294 and a half. I know. And and I'm just telling you, you know, prize picks lines makers, they don't just throw these out willy-nilly. I know 294 and a half. So they are expecting Georgia to air it out this weekend yeah. in South Carolina. Two DBs, I believe, or a DB and a linebacker are injured and not playing for South Carolina. Man. But continue. Wow. So this is really tough for me because I think. Yeah, I don't know specifically the game plan, but for me, I would think Kirby would just want to go in there, be physical, yeah. and really, you know, it's the first SEC game. This is just about physicality. We're going to set, you know, the SEC East, uh, just really set a precedent there and be physical. So 
I'm going to have to go under. Okay. Okay. It's not that much under. I, I think he's going to throw for 275. Okay. Yeah. But for him to hit that close to 300, uh, close to 300 yard mark is going to be tough to do three times in a row in the first SEC game. Hey, even if it's 294, that under still catches under. right still there catches. on prize picks. There we have it, folks. I only asked for three or four. Jake Fromm feeling froggy heading into Man. week three. He likes I'm five sweating. I'm sweating. QBs in his QB only bet the Fromm on it prize picks entry of the week. To recap, here it is. Kentucky quarterback Will Levis over 229 and a half passing yards against Youngstown State. Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker over 225 passing yards against Akron. Future Heisman Trophy winner, Florida <laughs> quarterback Anthony Richardson, over 190.5 passing yards against South Florida. The mailman, Stetson Bennett, not by much, but under 294 and a half passing yards at South Carolina. And to round it out, last year's mm. Heisman Trophy winner, Alabama Crimson Tide quarterback Bryce Young, 275 and a half over those mm. passing yards. That's it. The Jake Fromm, bet the Fromm on it. QB only entry of the week for week three. Download the Price Picks app. Use the promo code it. PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Good job, Jake. Man, love Thanks, that. Man. That's Ooh. great insight there. Great insight. He's sweating, but <laughs> I'll be sweating it too. And when it cashes, we're going to have a party. I will we be We're going to have a party. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Let's go inside the five. We got some great games this week. Let's a lot of it. action in the SEC as well. And we'll start with this Georgia-South Carolina matchup. Mm. It hits us right in the face at noon on ESPN. This Saturday, number one, Georgia traveling to South Carolina. This is a big line, Jake. Georgia's a 24-point yeah. favorite per bet online right now. Holler at me if you want to bet online promo code at Drew Butler on Twitter. The total is 53 and a half. Now, I have to tell you this, Jake. I'm sorry. You're my partner now. We, we, mm. you know, we air all these things out. We do. Georgia was a 24 and a half point favorite at home against South Carolina in 2019. I was at my cousin's house. Okay. He was having a housewarming party in Brookhaven. Mm. It was a noon game in Athens. We said, Hey, Austin, we'll come to your house. We'll have a couple of beers. We'll watch Georgia smack South Carolina and start our Saturday off. Great. Um, 3:45 PM. We're crushing beer cans in our hands. The dogs lost. That's man. just what happened, bro. But oh. we forgive you. I lost some oh. games. Too. I lost a lot of games. Man, that that was a rough one. Gosh, just waking up that morning, I was fine. I felt like I was ready to go. But man, turn. Slow, I mean, I just remember slow, the turnovers. Slow, not your fault. Balls were all slow, over the place. Slow, slow moving. Slow moving that day. Um, man, just I, I think that's a, a testament to waking up being ready to go yeah. at a new kickoff game and people forget about it. these are college kids 6 30 6 a.m wake up call it's early yeah man uh, you know it shouldn't be early but it is mm -hmm. uh you know for some of those guys i just hey wake up be ready to go georgia covers and the over dogs roll do not bring up 2019 ever again thank you <laughs> My man, I've been killing him all week about it. I, and I agree with you. I, I totally understand. And I think those experiences, especially as a coaching staff like Kirby Smart, can relay that and say, hey, we have got to be ready at the first snap, especially in Columbia, South Carolina. Everybody makes such a big deal about the home field advantage of Willie B. And it is a legitimate home field advantage. I mean, even Shane Beamer, South Carolina's head coach in the public is going, we need the crowd to be there as early as possible. Think about what Georgia did a year ago against Arkansas. That mm -hmm. was a noon game. And my oh, yeah. dad, I remember he was at the game on the sideline for the Bulldog Radio Network. He was like, dude, I'm telling you right now, 
might have been the loudest I've ever heard Sanford. Those types of environments make a big difference. But if Georgia goes in there and they're prepared and they run the ball and they neutralize that home crowd, then it's off to the races. You can't turn the ball over. You can't go three and out and have a bad punt, which I'm very familiar with. Uh, You cannot give them any life. And I don't think Georgia will. You mentioned it. Your number one biggest surprise so far this season through two weeks has been Georgia's continued dominance. I think here is where they set the stage. Kirby has been saying this all week in the media. Hey, we want to go on the road. Hey, we like playing when it's hot. Hey, we want these types of challenges. So, Jake, you've talked me into it, too. I have not been seeing the board that well so far, but <laughs> lay the 24 with Georgia. They have dominated the SEC East. Dominated. And I don't think it changes this weekend. I look at one key matchup, okay? Mm. Kirby Smart versus Shane Beamer. And God loves Shane Beamer, but that is a gigantic mismatch. I'll take Kirby. I'll take Stetson. I'll take the Grizzly team of the Georgia Bulldogs and lay the 24 points with Jake Fromm. So, Jake, um, no more 2019 talk. Deal? Yep. Deal. Last right. thing I'll say about it. Yes. One last thing in 2019. Can you believe this? We ran over 100 offensive plays in that game. Did they you ne- really? They never stopped us. We just stopped ourselves. Oh, we're over 100 true. offensive plays. That is insane. And then two... Do not forget who is on staff now at Georgia. Coach Muschamp is. And so he knows all the ins and outs of that stadium. Yes. Of of that uh, organization. He knows it all. That and will... Coach Bobo, too. Coach Bobo was there uh, two years ago, right? Or yeah. last year. Last year he was there. Yep. So. A lot they, of connectivity. A lot of, lot of connectivity. Lot of Drew and Jake both on Georgia lay in the points. Jake also likes the over 53. He thinks Georgia might just go in there and smack these boys around. It'll be a great game. Our buddy Sean McDonough on the call with Todd Blackledge ESPN at noon. All right, a game you have some more insight on, and Mm. i got to ask you the first question if you did a recon research. 3.30 p.m., the SEC on CBS is back. We love that. That theme music just gets the juices flowing throughout the fall. But number 22, Penn State, is heading down south to take on Auburn. Penn State, a three-point road favorite. The total is 48. Jake, a lot of talk, a lot of hype on social media about this orange out in Auburn. They teased this morning that they'll be wearing the orange face masks. Will they be wearing orange jerseys? Uh, So uh, me as uh, my 007 James Bond uh, undercover work here, uh, myself did all the work I could do. However, my fellow spy... Yes. Inside Auburn did not do his work. Okay. Well, I I texted him, no response. I called him, missed it. I was in class. He called me back. I tried to call him a second ago. He must already be at practice. So I dropped the ball on that one. I do not have a confirmation on the orange out. However, I do like Auburn in this. Please give them three points. This is going to be a hostile environment. Auburn went up to Penn State, played that. That was a very great tough game. game. Yeah, yeah awesome. great yeah, game. Late. Yep, yep. Down, down to the wire. Uh, I just don't think Penn State's going to be ready to go into this environment. From my experience playing there, that is a really, really, really tough place to play. And Especially Auburn, when the crowd is like totally bought in. Yes, oh, which you're man. very familiar with. It's a 3.30 game. This is going to be a great atmosphere. I love it. Let's go. I totally agree with you. I love Auburn here. Uh, I want to get to the kind of conspiracy theory 
generalities as far as the fan bases with alternate jerseys. It's just crazy. It takes on a life of its own. But yeah. I'm going to take Auburn plus the three. Auburn is minus four in the turnover margin through the first two games of the season. They've also mm. had tons of penalty issues. Yeah. I think they've been addressing that all week in practice. They know that they have to play a tight, solid game to upset or keep this game versus Penn State close. And, and, and they want a little payback, too. They need it. They absolutely yeah. need this it. This is the same thing as the Tennessee-Pitt situation. And I, I think it's going to be flip-flop just like it was Tennessee versus Pitt. Please, no sorry, doubt. go ahead. Auburn's been averaging 247.5 rushing yards per game, granted against some more cupcake opponents. Mm-hmm. They're going to rely heavily on Tank Bigsby in this game. Yep. They're going to try to wear out Penn State, keep the ball out of Sean Clifford's hands. He's had five touchdowns and only one pick this season. I love Auburn with the points at home. Uh, yeah. I just do. I think this is a great matchup. I think it's a win that Brian Harson can really hang his hat on and get – so he needs it. Yeah, he he can get some grace from the Auburn fan base. There's no doubt about yeah. that. What is the best way to go about these alternate jerseys? You know, we see it happen at Georgia mm. a lot with the black jerseys, but the fans get so involved in it, then it becomes almost a distraction. So my question is, if your brother did or didn't know, we're not going to find out on this podcast, nope. is it better to tell the seniors like, hey, we're going to do it, just hide it from the team until Saturday, or do you tell the team, hey – Everybody, we're doing the orange jerseys. Just play stupid on social media. Don't say anything. It's going to be great for our fans. Or do you just surprise them on Saturday? In 2007, during the blackout game at Auburn, the team had no idea. The seniors knew. They went out for the coin flip. They had the black jerseys on underneath the reds. We went in after pregame warmups, and the black jerseys were laid out on our chairs at Sanford Stadium. Everybody went nuts. We obviously took care of business in a big way. I redshirted, so I didn't do much of anything except dance on the sidelines. But what is your uh, best case scenario on how to handle this from a locker room perspective? Uh, wow. So I wish I had a little bit more experience in this. One of the, gosh, this may be the only regret. I don't have very many regrets at all in my life. However, one of them is not pushing harder to wear black jerseys during my tenure at the University of Georgia. So is it player driven? Is that what you're saying? Coach, we so. got to wear the black jerseys. Yeah. Okay. Kirby Kirby did not like the, just the, the whole vibe with the, the black distraction. Jersey. Yeah. He just, he just didn't like it. He just, he just thought it just kind of set everything up for failure. In my opinion, if your locker room is so worried about that to me, that's kind of an issue in itself. Yeah. You know, why, why, why are we worried about what, what Jersey we're playing? And, and that's, that's what, in my opinion, that's what coach smarts think it's like, yeah. Why, why, why are we worried about this? We should be worried about the game. Who's ahead of us winning our one-on-one battles, playing physical ball, execution, yada, yada, et cetera. Um, but how to go about it. I think that's a great way to go about it. Tell the seniors, keep it tight knit. Uh, don't have any leaks. So we're not throwing my brother on the bus, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't know. We don't we know. Don't know. <laughs> we'll see though. I think it'd be fresh though. I've seen some renderings. Uh, I hate the color orange, but I think it'd look pretty cool. So we'll see what they do hate Tennessee orange. Yeah, it's awful. Hate it. But Jake and I both like Auburn plus three. Hey, another great game in the SEC West, Mississippi State at LSU. This game's at 6 p.m. on ESPN right now at Bet Online. Mississippi State, who had a huge road win at mm-hmm. Arizona last yeah. week, is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The total here is 53. Jake, this is a big test, I think, for Brian Kelly. Close game at home, night in Baton Rouge. SEC West opponent, you got to get these across the finish line or else, man, they're going to be holding his feet to the fire big time. Absolutely. LSU had a lot more success in week two. Didn't really play. Yeah, a, a huge big time opponent by any means. 
I mean, do, do they start milling around the fire rumor if he loses to Mississippi State <laughs> week three? I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know, but I, I like Mississippi State in this one. I don't think LSU's ready. Uh, the Brian Kelly experience. I just don't think it's ready. I like Mississippi State in this do one. Do you really? Opinion. All right. Yeah, really so you do. think Mike Leach, Will Rogers, and the boy can go in? Yeah. To Death yeah. Valley and take yeah. care of business. All right. Here's what I think. What do you, I mean, do you remember they, they came into Georgia and played Georgia pretty tough? Yeah. So I mean, to speak. I mean, relatively. Okay. Yeah. Relatively. But, I'll relatively. give you that. I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll give you that. I, I think LSU with the talent, just the talent. I'm not even talking about um five stars or nfl prospects but the speed the athleticism of their defensive players should know how to just drop a rush three get after will rogers do not let them pick apart your defense i love lsu getting points at home at night okay Uh, they have to pick up what they did wrong against florida state in new orleans so give me a home primetime dog mm. i think that's the play here lsu okay. plus two and a half they need a big win uh, and i think this would be a big win to the start of brian kelly's career in baton rouge got a question for you mike leach or brian kelly um i, I this might be unpopular but i'll take brian kelly mm. i'll okay. take brian kelly over my i mean mike leach you know what you're gonna get yeah, okay. you know what you're going to get. I think Brian Kelly has a ceiling, and we'll find out what that ceiling is at LSU. I don't think Mike Leach can win a national championship with Mississippi State, and that might be a product of the environment that he's in. You know, if yeah. you put Mike Leach at Georgia or at Alabama, you know, could he win a national championship? Technically, technically speaking, probably yes. But I think Brian Kelly has a sh- extremely high ceiling at LSU, and we'll wait to see if it can be achieved. Okay, who do you okay. like? Obviously, Mike Leach over there. Yeah, which I think is tough. I asked the question because I, I didn't want to answer it, but yeah, because uh, I thought it was a, a really tough. I, I loved the way you explained it. I think Brian Kelly's ceiling is higher, but I also think his floor is lower. I okay. think there's a bigger, yeah. bigger range. Yeah, Leach has a baseline. He's been like, a lot of places. I, yeah, I feel like hey, you, you know what you're gonna get. It may not work, but he's gonna try it. He's gonna air the ball out. He's gonna beat some teams, but he's gonna lose the teams he's supposed to lose to. However, I think the Brian Kelly experience could just go off the rails real fast. All so right. that's where I'm at. I like that. I like that. All right. We're on the different sides there. I'll take the two and a half at home with LSU. Jake lays the two and a half with Mississippi State. Two more games. Uh, a great top 25 yeah. primetime matchup at 9 p.m. What a late kick. My goodness. Mm, on ESPN. Terrible. Number 13, Miami. Off to mm. a pretty good start. Mario Cristobal and Tyler Van yeah. at quarterback. Heading to College Station. Number 24, Texas A&M. A&M mm. just lost to App State. A&M, a five-point favorite. These people in Vegas, man, it is crazy. The total here is 44 and a half. Who do you like? Whew, it's tough. Texas A&M drops all the way down to number 24. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised they stayed in the top 25. But yeah. Yes. Uh, ooh, I mean, I think this is tough. Texas A&M is at home. However, I think right now, I think Miami is a better football team, but they're going into Texas A&M. In that environment, night game, uh, Texas A&M has a sour taste in their mouth. Uh, they just got their butt chewed all week from yeah. Jimbo. Give me Texas A&M. Great explanation. Do you have mm-hmm. any connections to A&M? Did you get recruited by them? Do you know Jimbo Fisher? I don't, but I believe Coach Coley's still there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What is, 
what is up with like the midnight yell videos, the 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 pep rallies, the overall it's just it's pretty unique atmosphere at Texas A&M and they obviously had a little bit of egg on their face after really yeah. having not that close of a game against App State and, and losing in college station with all the expectations which was one of your biggest surprises through the first two weeks of the season. One of my just general rules in sports gambling is that if a line just stinks out loud, take it. Um, Vegas is way smarter than me. I don't know why Texas A&M would be a five-point favorite over Miami. Now, obviously, home teams get three points, so Mm -hmm. it's three plus two. You know, it's going to be a pretty close one-score game. But based on what Tyler Van Dyke's been doing, he's a really good quarterback. I love the physicality that Mario Cristobal brings to Miami as well. Mm -hmm. That makes me think Miami should win or Miami's the better team. But if Vegas is telling me A&M's a five-point favorite, I'm just going to close my eyes and write A&M minus five. So I'm on the same side as you. Okay. That's Going a, with the Sharps. Man in the hey. suit, as Dave Portnoy says on Barstool. Like, man <laughs> in the suit. Trust those guys. It ain't me. I'm just going to go with a I like it. I like All right, it. Last one really quickly. Another top 25 match. Yeah. Number 12, BYU. Heading out to Oregon to take on number 25, Oregon. We saw Bo Nix and the Ducks and head coach Ooh. Dan Landing against Georgia in week one. This game's at 3.30 p.m. on Fox. Oregon, a three-and-a-half-point favorite here. The total is 58. Is is this another one of those situations? Just trust the guy in the suit? It could be, but BYU coming off a very emotional overtime victory a week ago. This is going to be a good atmosphere in Autzen. It is a 3.30 or 12.30, excuse me, local time kickoff. Um, I think this could be one of the better games of the weekend. I think so, too. And in my heart of hearts, I love Coach Lanning so much. Hoping for their success got connections with Bo Nix, want him to do well. <sighs> this may not I'm, – I'm going my heart here, not necessarily in my head, but I'm going to take Oregon in this one. Okay. All yeah. right. Just because I, because, because I want it to happen so bad that it will happen on the field because that like makes that. all the sense in the world, right? Yes, that's exactly what it takes to make those convicted That's decisions. what it takes. So, yes, I like that. You're laying the three and a half with Oregon – I am going to take the three and a half with BYU. I think BYU sees the 2022 Mm. pathway to a potential Mm. college football playoff. It's all right in front of them, right? Mm. They got away with a win a week ago. Their quarterback hugging the kicker. Hey, man, we got you. Hands in the pile. (laughs) I think BYU knows, again, you have to knock off these big-time opponents. Granted, they're an independent school. They play a pretty decent schedule, relatively speaking. This would be a big win for them. Uh, knock off a top 25 team at the time on the road, put a feather in your cap, keep marching towards mixing things up. Notre Dame is out of the playoffs. So look, BYU has the pathway to make some noise. I'll take the three and a half with BYU. Yeah. All right. There's our inside the five Mm. top five games of the week. Can I give you one absolute lock? I know I've been terrible. I've been two and eight. this. Oh gosh. I don't don't know if you need to now. Do you want my just (laughs) stone cold lock? It might even be lock of the year. Lock of the year. Let me hear it. Nebraska plus 11 and a half. Nebraska just fired Scott Frost. Oklahoma coming in. Oklahoma, number six in the nation. Mickey Joseph's the interim head coach. He's out there going, this is all about the kids. It's all about the boys. Nebraska, five and 22 in one score game since Scott Frost was hired. He's obviously been fired. Here's the thing. They'll lose, but, but it will be by one score. So give me the 11 and a half points. Ooh. 
Lock. Man, lock of the year. You know they don't play defense in Nebraska right now, right? Well, you know what? Casey Thompson can light it up too. They've been scoring. They hate points. them balling. That that would, you Casey, like or do you hate that? Do you just it, absolutely hate that? No, he he'd be another one to add to the uh, the from five pick QB picks. I mean, he he's he's been throwing I know, throwing well. Bad. They got a good system going, but they don't play defense there, coach. Well, uh, I'm going with it. I'm riding with my gut. Dude, I've been so bad. It. It's got to turn around some point, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. Nebraska plus you just want it half. so bad. That is not included in my inside the five, but that's my free pick of the week. The so freebie. To all of our great listeners. What are your plans for the weekend? You going hunting? What you up to? Uh, we got we family got, coming in town. We got, we got family coming in town. May try to get in the stand uh, tomorrow. We'll okay. see. Got plenty of honeydews to knock out here at the house before yeah. family comes into town. But it's going to be a good weekend. Going to hate we're not going to make it down to the Penn State-Auburn game. That would yeah. be an incredible atmosphere. But good luck, Tyler. Absolutely, man. Good luck, Tyler. Putting pass is certainly behind you. Follow Jake on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram at from Jake at Jake from 11. I'm at Drew Butler at Punting Pass on Twitter and Instagram, puntingpass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. And download prize picks. That's right. Download the Prize Picks app. Go to prizepicks.com. Use the promo code PUNT. The promo code PUNT gets you a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Check us out on social media all weekend. I'm going to post the Bet the From on it. Mm. QB only entry of the week. It's a five-pick entry, and we are going to be partying this weekend because my man Jake was in the lab. This is a surefire knockout. Let's eat prizepicks.com download the prize picks app use the promo code punt you can win 10 extra money in one day and the payouts are instant what are you waiting on it's Let's free do it. money people all right brother have a great weekend i appreciate y'all listening check us out on youtube as well rate review subscribe you know the drill and we will talk to you on monday see you the winningest team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. 
this could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands, an easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. 